Hi, my name is Dissi Obanda and you are listening to Lex Pandemonium. Lex being Latin for law and pandemonium being chaos. Whether it is in meeting the commercial world's need for creative solutions in drafting contracts, the legalities of wage bill management, or the grungy details of law governing curfews and authorities using mandatory quarantine as prison, Lex Pandemonium is here to help you be in the know about the law. And if you have questions or need more information, well, feel free to drop a comment and we'll try our best to get you what you need. Are you a law firm entrepreneur or a business person? In this episode, we chat with Ribbon Ondwari, a successful young lawyer in the area of real estate, banking and financial services in Nairobi, about what law firms can do to get through corona, the implications of the pandemic on commerce in Kenya, and we also catch a few pointers for the powers that be for providing security for young legal entrepreneurs going forward. So listen in. Hi. Um, how is everyone working at your office? Are people working from home? Are they working in shifts? Did you completely go and um, start working from home immediately after the government directives? Uh, for us, immediately, the, the first case was reported and government gave its directives. We took the step of having everyone work from home as we figure out the next steps. So as, as, as a senior partner usually says, when you're under attack, the best thing is to try and figure out what's really going on from a point of safety. Ha, are you are you quoting? Who are you quoting? Sanzu? Who are you quoting? <laughs> I don't know where he got the quote from. Uh-huh. That, that was one of those aspects. So we, we figured immediately everyone to work from home. Not take a break, work from home, because we, we still have the obligations to keep on delivering value to the clients, but at the same time taking on that considerable step to ensure the safety and health and well-being of the uh, employees. Um, just to give us a little uh, of context, how big is your law firm in terms of human resource? How many how many numbers are we talking about? Around 30, 40. Oh, that's, that's a considerable number. Yeah, yeah. And so how has it been working from home? Or are you leveraging on technology to keep business going? Yes, yes. Uh, during this period, the two key considerations, uh, ensuring the safety, health and well-being of the employees and also delivering value to the clients continuously. So mostly then you have to be innovative and creative and try and leverage on a number of available resources, including technology, to then be able to deliver that. Because actually at the moment, everyone is working remotely, but you only come in where it's absolutely necessary to come into the office. But even when you're coming in, you're taking due consideration of the deadlines which have been issued. So this this then leaves uh, most most of the work having been done uh, remotely, leveraging on technology and meetings and and, and, and all that. Okay, so when we say sorry, let me interrupt you a bit. When we when you say technology, um, tell us what you've mentioned the use of technology now that people are working remotely. Tell us what you're using it for in a law firm's context. How how is that technology useful? Technology is being useful 
the key aspect of being present and available to the client without actually being there physically present because our, our key aspect and something which we keep reminding each other is that while while we are taking all these measures then our clients need to feel our presence one of the advantage which we we get to have as a profession is that there's widespread use of email and acceptance generally then also in terms of now meetings there's been considerable increase in terms of acceptance and use of conference calls video conference facilities even before the pandemic but now during the pandemic now this is becoming increasingly as key tools and platforms within which to carry out meetings and keep that presence and going on with with, with clients so i think having adopted these tools early is then giving us sort of an, an an edge into getting into this pandemic right now because most people are already used to negotiating and closing deals on this platform so it's it's a matter of increased frequency of use of these particular tools Ruben, I'm, I'm curious keep hearing that lawyers are averse to technology so my expectation is that not a hundred percent of your 30 or 40 people um you are ready and willing to jump onto the use of technology have you experienced any resistance or slow uptake of the use of technology the, the, the uptake has been really good as i've mentioned uh, most 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 often these are tools which we've been using in fact you you would come to realize that in a number of transactions negotiating these transactions and everything more often than not you'd end up finding they were being done on conference calls or through video conference facilities with meetings maybe being reserved for the signing or the the, the, the closing aspect of the transaction so it's it's, it's a situation where most people, most professionals are already used to using these tools, though to a limited extent, but now that they are called upon to use them more, they, it's, it's a matter of uh, adapting to more frequent use of these particular tools. So in terms of taking up these tools, until, at least in my experience, uh, I haven't seen a lot of challenge in taking them up. Awesome. Now... You are Young Lawyer of the Year 2018, crowned by the Nairobi Legal Awards. Um, You have moved from working at one of the most prestigious law firms in the country and you're now partner at another law firm. That's a huge leap for you. And what I'm interested in knowing at this point in time is how that shift has been for you because I imagine that you're moving from predominantly focusing on the law, focusing on your area of the law, which is, you know, real estate, um, financial services and banking and having to focus on larger things like administrative matters. Do tell. The the, the shift has been has been interesting um, in terms of, as you've correctly pointed out, moving outside more than just focusing on delivering on the technical uh, aspects of the work and also just moving beyond my own delivery of the of the work to the clients, but also uh, dealing with a larger group and ensuring that work is being delivered to the client by a team which then I'm also responsible for. So it's 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 been an interesting shift. So that that effect, the transformative effect in terms of the client meeting their strategic objectives and what these objectives mean then to the to the client themselves and to the society around them has that. been really fulfilling. I'm glad that has been challenging and fulfilling for you. And do tell what does a law firm need to do in this time 
to keep head above water, to stay afloat? What are some of those things that you're doing to keep your farm operational? Uh, I'm going to tackle this question in, in, in a twofold manner. The first one is, as a law firm being a service provider, you must still be focused on ensuring that there's continued service delivery to the client. But at the same time, ensuring the, the safety and well-being of the employee and the team and not even the client. But now to, to break it down, one of some of those things which uh, are then coming out as important in terms of uh, business continuity plan is that uh, I'm increasingly seeing that uh, as an organization, you must clearly take uh, an independent business review to ensure that as a business you're able to clearly ascertain where you are and what uh, the, the already indications in the market are going, the risks which are prevailing in respect to the business, and how now all the risks which are prevailing can have have a way of affecting the critical business functions. So once you've clearly outlined this, then you, you must then find out a way in having a set of key contacts who everyone is able to reach or who they should be hearing uh, from so, in so just of, allow uh, me to to enumerate that so first you say business review is that business yes. review for your business as a law firm yes. or for your yes, yes for your business as a law firm and then secondly a sort of um, customer experience or customer journey that clarifies who's dealing with what and how the law firm can be reached um, yes. if if the client has specific needs in this time Yes, yes, oh. yes. Okay. And of course, uh, as I've said to the client, it's an issue of first on, on first instance to ensure everything in terms of being able to communication and reaching someone continues uninterrupted. But in case there's any interruption, then how will communication continue to ensure that uh, strategic interests for the clients and also for the farm are protected in the process? Wonderful. Let's speak specifically about your area of interest or your area of expertise, which is um, financial services, banking, and real estate. I imagine that at this point in time, there's a lot um, that's in the air, lots of um, mortgages that were taken that people aren't able to repay, installments that people are not able to service. Are you getting additional business or additional questions or queries in this time around financial services and and real estate practice? Uh, generally, it's, it's an interesting time for the real estate banking and financial services sector because, uh, as you remember, the market was just recovering from the crunch which was existing previously because of the interest rate cap that, that had been there. So uh, once it was repealed, then uh, because of the negative effects which it was having on the sector, would you would you would you just very very quickly explain that interest rate cap? Yeah. So uh, as you remember, way back in 2016, Parliament in Kenya passed uh, a law in which it restricted how high the interest rate uh, can be charged in terms of facilities being offered in in Kenya. And uh, while this aim was intended at protecting the consumers from predatory practices of some of the lenders in the market, it had a negative effect in the market in the sense that there was there was some form of credit crunch as as, as lenders then shied off from giving uh, facilities to individuals who seemed risky, individuals and businesses who seemed risky and all that. Then this had a knock-on effect to 
SMEs and a number of uh, individuals in the market. So generally, there was, there was, there was a bit of a slowdown in credit in the market because of this. So once the effect was really felt and it could be seen to having a negative effect, then uh, Parliament actually took another step and repealed this this law and brought back the aspect of free interest rate, but of course with the Central Bank of Kenya noting that the, the interest rate then ought to be determined on a risk-based formula wonderful so what's the what's the impact of that now that covid has come after that slump so uh, the impact of that is that the market had not fully recovered so now we're we're having another uncertainty in the market which uh, clearly so far no one can tell how bad or it's it's going to be so of course it's normal then for uh, lenders becoming a bit more conservative which would then mean that their loan book will not expand uh, as much as they would have wanted by offering facilities to individuals and businesses in the market, which then uh, businesses are having a bit of suffering in terms of their, their, their operations and cash flows and all that. It leads to a bit of strain on both uh, consumers of the loans and also parties who then purchase uh land property and all that in the market so so what's the situation now you have you have debt you've taken a mortgage um you're unable to service it because you're not doing business what options are there for people who are in situations like that first for for individuals and, and and smes who are in that situation there was a solution was offered quite early the Central Bank of Kenya, together with banks, they gave a confirmation that indeed banks were willing uh, to provide relief to borrowers on their personal loans, of course, based on their individual circumstances, and also uh, medium-sized enterprises and corporate borrowers were actually encouraged to contact their banks for assessment and restructuring of their loans based on their respective circumstances arising from the pandemic. So if 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 someone had borrowed and they have outstanding facilities and then they're, they're, they're strained because of this uh, COVID pandemic, then a platform has been offered which has been announced nationally and it was announced in a joint initiative between the lenders and the Central Bank of Kenya. So lenders are willing and listening. So it's just a matter of reaching out to your lender and explaining that, look, here, here is the situation and uh, how can we discuss to ensure there's a bit of a restructuring or even some relief to try and, 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 and help the party get through this period. And of course, it would help if a party was up to date just before the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic were felt in the market. So is this resulting in additional business for you as a legal practitioner in this area? So while, while there's some work which is coming from this restructuring and everything, in the, in the general grand scheme of things, there's a slowdown of work which is going on in the market. In such a scenario, parties would rather hold on to the results which they have to try and see if they, they, they would need it to go through the period as opposed to spending as opposed to spending it right now yeah. excellent and and, and 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 fair enough um just in closing as young lawyer of the year 2018 you're seen as a shining light what can you say the law society of kenya 
or other powers that be need to do to support young professionals or young lawyers through times such as these that are pretty uncertain? Uh, first, really, is to re-communicate re- and, and, and make clear the message that indeed the value which we offer to the society. And you see, at the moment, the call really shouldn't be about our own survival as lawyers, because, I mean, we are part of a society, but more specifically to in terms of cushioning the young lawyers. Yes. Uh, I, think, I think we've been caught flat-footed on this one. We, we should be at a situation where the, the law society then is, is able to have enough reserves or, and facilities to be able to cushion young lawyers in this manner, in the sense that first, the young lawyers who then are running businesses and they're, they're a bit strained in this time in terms of being in a situation of offering them facilities directly or having institutions offering them facilities which are then backed by 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 the law society guarantees or something of that sort. The second option would be maybe to have something like if there were sort of where the law society was having a premises or something where for the young lawyers who are then not able to afford rent in their particular places. Yes, officers and can then be able to exactly officers with joint facilities uh-huh. and they can then be able to go and operate from there. Though to note that they the, the law society is really trying within the means which they have at the moment, and we can see the push which they are trying to have to ensure that at least uh, at least lawyers are able to also have their own space to contribute and 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 and, and add value in terms of elevating the the effects which are happening at the moment, while at the same time observing the the health guidelines required. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you very much. We hope that um, the leadership at the LSK will hear this and hear your really good proposals about um, the council guaranteeing young lawyers and their practice. Ribbon Ondwari, thank you so much. Thank you for giving us your time. Thank you for listening to us and for answering our questions. We wish you all the best and we hope that you and yours will stay safe in this time. Oh, good one. Good one. Okay, that's that's